Welcome to <laughs> the favorites. I fucking hate the way you say that. I hate it. From the Action Network. Oh, my God. We have a massive, massive show going on because uh, we are all in Vegas. And that includes me. That includes Black Jack Fletcher. That includes Paula Duca. That includes Jeff Schwartz. Uh, that includes Patrick Keene, our CEO, who's standing in the corner. That includes Uncle Matt Mitchell, who's also here. We are in a studio. We are in the Intercom Studios in uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. We are recording the podcast because we are all in town for our big party tonight. And then a weekend of crazy good times and, more importantly, excellent content from the Action Network. we got to talk about some games, guys. Don't... What is the matter with you? Because it's just uh, you're, you're underselling this a little bit. Me and Jeff have been out here for 36 hours with Paul LaDuca. Thankfully, we're all still alive in one piece. Paul missed out on what? $2,700 today? I won. I always want. Yes. Well, you Don't lost one of your tickets, too. He lost the ticket. I lost a $60 ticket, and then I got knocked out of $2,700 uh, pick five. So it's already been a bad morning. But the issue is, is that. I look like Danny DeVito compared to Arnold Schwarzenegger over here, yet I'm 15 years older than him. So it's a little odd. That, and then I'm walking around with a guy that everybody stares at, and he buys his glasses on Fremont Street. I did. the people that I'm trying to deal with. Forgot my sunglasses. With. So I'm trying to hold up a reputation here, Chad, and it's really tough to. <laughs> what what reputation is that? I don't have De- one. Degenerate former <laughs> baseball player? I, what? I guess that's what, it. What is that exactly? I post my bets on Twitter. At least I, I hang them out there. Um, uh, yeah. I'm a DG, and I love it. How uh, You played how many parlays did you play yesterday? Uh, 17. And uh, how many of those parlays had the same team at the same number? 11. And what team and what number was that? The Marshall Thundering Herd. And the what fighting happened? Chad Pennies, as I like to call them. The, what happened in that game? They were up 70 to 55 with five minutes left. They proceeded to get outscored 18 to 8 and got backdoored. So 11 parlays, D-E-A-D. Now, now hold on, because you're missing the best part of the yes. story. You don't know it quite yet. Jeff and I were with Paul yesterday and asked him his logic behind putting Marshall in all of these plays. You said you thought the line should have been about two, right? Yeah, the line should have been about seven, two. And it was seven. Seven and a half. Yeah. So why Chad would you— will actually get this. Why would you lay the seven and a half when you thought the line should be two? Because on my projections, the line should be two, two and a half. So when Vegas put out the line at seven, they're trying to tell you, hey, bet the other side. Um, they're not going to outsmart you. No. Listen, I actually had one units on the app last night. My other plays won. This is like, so it's just I played the wrong team. Arkansas was the other team. Played the wrong team last night. It happens. So let me ask you a quick question. Before I put in the parlays, Mr. Blackjack, Fletcher, <laughs> who was your best player of the night? Marshall. Okay, good. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. I, I had Marshall a lot, too. <laughs> uh, listen, we got uh, March Madness starting <clears throat> tomorrow, so we got to record this quickly so people can get it up and we okay. can give people some upsets, all right? And we can give people ideas of what they want to bet over the next couple of days. Here's what I don't want to do. I don't want to spend a lot of time. Here's who's going to win this game. In this bracket. Here's who's going to win this game in this bracket. I want to talk about serious bets. I want to do some serious handicapping. I don't want to talk about, you know, who's going to win the East region. Okay. You want serious conversation. You might be in the wrong room. Somebody will deliver for me. 
have no doubt about it. Well, I'll I tell you right now, I, I think Nevada's a, a serious player. I know they're down to a seven seed now. They got Florida, and they got a tough way to go. They're going to have to go through Michigan. Jordan Caroline decided to sit out that game. That's a wash game, um, and he is their best player. He's their best inside-type player. He's the kind of guy that is a great tournament player, too, as well. Right now. No I'm just idea. telling you that Nevada's a team at seven that has a chance. You want to let him, like, set it up a little bit? Oh, I thought you guys were sitting here he went, waiting. It was awkward pause. He went, he went right <laughs> You guys needed help with a team. I don't know. Are you guys going to drop Murray State? Didn't get in or what? Murray State got in. What? I know. So you're going to drop Murray State? I'm trying to start conversation. You guys gave me an awkward pause. I'm telling you a team I like. What the fuck has been going on with him, Mike? <laughs> you don't want to know. The last three days. Uh, he feels he feels betrayed after dinner last night, getting sick and yeah, just yeah. Ravel tries to poison us. He's all fired up. All right, can we can we corral this thing a little bit? Okay, go ahead. He got I, roofied the other night. I would like to talk about maybe by himself. Jeff Schwartz. Yes, Jeff Schwartz. I'm here. Can you give me in the first round? Yes. The upsets you are most excited to see happen. Well, it's, I think it's easy to say Oregon because they're the hot team right now. I went to Oregon. I think they do match up well uh, inside with Hap. Uh, Kenny Woon, what do you wonder under your breath? Homer. Yeah, Oregon's now plus two. They were plus two, minus two, plus two. Uh, I think. I mean, look, everyone's picking Yale over LSU uh, just because the style of play that Yale has. Um, I think no, that's – Not everyone's picking that. Most people are, are taking Yale plus the points. You're not? Oh, you're taking Yale plus the points. I was thinking like pure. Upsets. You're talking straight up, straight, straight up. I, I think I think that's a decent. I'm not sure I put that in my bracket though, because we know that in the when you fill out a bracket, you cannot fill it out. Well, you shouldn't fill it out by just making upsets every single pick, because that's not actually really how it works. Um, I'm looking at my bracket now. Who else do I have for upsets? I don't. Uh, last year we had no twelves beat fives last year. And that's Eleven six. Upsets. Eleven yep. six is the new twelve five. Yeah, I like that. You're right. Everybody like, knows that. I like Belmont. Yep. I think Belmont beats Maryland outright. I think wow. Belmont, I think Belmont I is, is an underrated team. I think that Maryland, inconsistent for most of this season. I like Belmont in the 6 11 to win it. Rank them for me. Rank them for me right now. Like, uh, St. Mary's has got to be up there, no? Uh, I would say, I would say if I'm ranking my upsets right now, I would say St. Mary's over Nova. In the, you, the reason why I like Number that game. One. St. Mary's slows the game down so much. They're in like in the 340s or 350s when it comes to pays. Villanova can get in funks. Uh, the Big East was not that good this year. Uh, St. Mary's got a big shot to win that game. And, and the total is low. Two things you got to know. Two things you got to know. And they're tall. St. Mary's, three-point defense, amazing. Amazing. Amongst the best in the country. Yeah. Villanova, streaky on the three-pointers, and it's all they've done this year. B... The Big East has nobody who can defend the three-pointer. So what you got was a Villanova team that is probably overseeded because they didn't have anyone who's mm-hmm. competition in their conference. They were streaky. And you got a St. Mary's team that won their conference against a number one seed that is unbelievably good on defense. Blackjack, back yes. me up on that. Everything you said is right. I mean, Villanova lives and dies on the three-point line. I mean, there's there's no team in the country more reliant on the three-point shot than Villanova. The Big East, down year overall. The only thing I'll say is Villanova, veteran team, they've been there. You know, I mean, that I, mean, I think Phil does been help there them. seven years? I mean, <laughs> roughly. Uh, I think that does help them. But, yeah, I mean, St. Mary's definitely live there. Does it worry you that St. Mary's hasn't played in about two weeks? You could go two ways on that. Yeah, Listen, right. as, as an athlete, which I was, you know. Of course, yes. In high school. 
I don't know if you guys are familiar with this, but you could either be rusty or you can be healthy. W- what did you play in high school? Play basketball. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh. How, how much did you actually see the court? Quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, until I didn't, and then I decided it's probably not for me anymore. This wasn't. This was in Chicago, right? Chicago, Chicago Park, Illinois. At the at the Jewish high school, probably. Well, there were there were a lot of Jewish gentlemen there. Yes, there were a lot of Jews on the team, predominantly Jewish. But we loved basketball. You know, Jews like basically invented basketball. They did. Thank you. Thank you, Laduka. Mr. Naismith. I don't think he. he was I don't think he was. Yeah, I think, I think <laughs> the game that we think of as basketball yes. today. Oh, I thought you were uh, saying that, Naismith wore a yarmulke. That's no, he did not. The game that we not think all about Jews wear yarmulkes <laughs> all the time. It's too far from the room that I'm wearing yarmulkes. Mm-hmm. All right, we're moving on. We're moving on. By the way, Northeastern, Dude, that's a pretty low that, line. Hold on. Hold on. You were we're going upsets, get, I thought. We're going, we're going to go there in a second. Okay. But I at least want to get through the East because there is another, to me, huge upset that's going to happen in the East. <laughs> Jeff Schwartz. The Belmont know, game? The Belmont game? The Belmont's in the East. We were talking about Belmont. No, no, I'm talking about... Liberty? No. Where? Wait, yeah. am I in the East? No, I mean, this, where, where's Virginia? Oh, this is great. That's the You're, South. That's doing the a South. great job hosting this show. I mean, Irvine? South. Yes. Over K-State? That line has dropped like five points. You so see Irvine too. is going to the Sweet 16. No, they're not. No, they're not. Bet they're me. not winning this game. Both of you. Both of you can bet Fine. me right I'll now. I'll bet you right now. They're not they're winning slow. You know, they're they're the game. The, the way, the way 50 Irvine... 50 and 50. Fine. 50 Done. and 50. The way Irvine does this, by the way, is if Oregon upsets Wisconsin, they play Oregon in, in the round of 32, and then it's a much easier opponent to play. Agreed, like, but they're not winning against Kansas State. Oh, my God. They are so winning against Kansas State. No, they're not. They got no shot. We do, every year this happens, right? There's one, like, really trendy dog. Last year, I think it was South Dakota State against Ohio State. And those are the ones you want to stay away from. Last year it was Loyola. There was no trendier dog last year than Loyola. I, I, listen, you're right, ultimately. Right. Do you, you remember that South That's Dakota State-Ohio State game? That. Everyone thought South Dakota that State was winning that That 413 is, like... Compared to the 413 in Kansas, Kansas at one time, um, before the injuries, was, was number one in the nation. Northwestern had lost nine of their first ten games, is now is on a rolls, won ten of their last 11. Kansas is reeling. You got the wrong Kansas team that's in trouble. And minus seven, I'm telling you, Northeastern is very efficient, two and three point. They can score the basket. Shoot the lights out. And Bill Self is one of those guys, he's Jekyll and Hyde. His team either goes a long way or they're knocked out Jesus early. Jesus Christ. We can't even stay in the same, in the same bracket. So let's just move on. <laughs> let's you're, just move on. You're getting a one-hour preview you just like of what every you, day is like no, out you here. You just think the Ant-Evagers have a shot and they don't. They really I do. Don't. And, but I do think they have a shot, and we've already made a bet. Ooh, I like do you realize it. you just made a bet? Do you realize that? Do you know you and I made a bet? That's fine. Just check it. It's fine. Check the audio, everybody. Let me know how much I owe if I owe later. Blackjack and I have bet UC Irvine. Schwartz, you want in on this? Anyone want to take some Wisconsin action? I'll take Wisconsin. Who are they playing? Oregon. Oregon. I'm going to root for you. I I can't root against you. I'll take Wisconsin. Although they might score like 90 points total in that game. Let's do it. You got Arizona State tonight. St. John's. Are you? I mean, here's the thing. My father went to St. John's, and so me and my father already made a bet. Okay. Hold on, now I got to start making notes because I got to remember who's got. Everyone what. knows By that way, Paul father, can't make more than one bet. I want to chat. I'm going to ask you a trivia question. My father went to St. John's in Inception. Guess who his baseball coach was? Louis Carnesecca. Great call. He was the baseball and basketball Boom. coach. How good was that? 
Legend. Louis Karnaseka. But that's Legend. like Trivial Pursuit, right? Like if they give you a question, yes. it's generally going to be the one thing that, that is you know. true. He was the baseball the basketball The only thing player. I know yeah. about St. John's is like Louis Karnaseka. Yep. Um, all right. So right now, uh, Schwartz and Blackjack are on the opposite sides of Wisconsin, Oregon. And I am on the opposite side of UC Irvine and Kansas State. I have UC Irvine. Blackjack and Paul both have Kansas State. Uh, we can move on to the next region, which includes Paul LaDuca. In northeastern, yeah. It's just a funky line. I mean, look. What are like, you checking on your phone? What are you going back? Podcast? No, I'm Is just looking at the 413 and, like, you know, to me, I thought the, the SEC was so good this year. And for Auburn to go win the SEC, and they, they did it pretty convincingly to get a five seed against New Mexico State. That's going to be a high-scoring game. But like I said, maybe 20, 20 some odd games in the season, Kansas was the best team in the nation. And now they're reeling in Northeastern. Come on, Blackjack, don't look at me like that. Before okay. the injuries, they were the best team in the country. I don't know they were the best team in the country. They were not the one number one team in the country for, what, three weeks in a row? Oh, yeah. Now they're reeling in a four seed and only a seven-point favorite against Northeastern. If you would have projected that three months ago, yeah. I just think it's a line that's pretty low. But do you think they're going to win? I think it's a shot that they're going to they're lose that game. I'm going to play Northeastern in a couple brackets to beat them. What? How many brackets do you do? Oh, I play in, like, fun brackets, stuff like that, but no. I'd rather bet the game outright. Those brackets are for kids. It, it's true. It's like fantasy sports. It's kids, yeah. It's kids. Unless you're going $1,000 a sheet and we're going to have a little fun here. Right. Yeah. Fantasy sports is like half our business. I like I like. I would like to know. Brackets that feelings get hurt. I would like to know, Laduca, the biggest bet you've ever made. Oh. Four it was, he, I was, was actually here. I was on uh, rehab. At, at the Intercom Studios? No. <laughs> I, I was at the, uh, in Vegas. I was in rehab. Um, and I was staying at Hard Rock. A rehab wait, assignment wait, wait, baseball for baseball, rehab. not... Yes, rehab assignment. <laughs> People get it. God, uh, no, I don't I think that was clear. Blackjack and I both looked at each other like, like, like we got to make sure this I, is... The, the uh, I, some of the most popular videos we've done at the Action Network the past month have been you dancing, holding 32-ounce beers <laughs> in front of some sad stage in downtown Las Vegas. It's, listen, if you can pull shapes, you, can, you just got to show it off. Okay, to get back to it. I don't even know what that means. Yeah, pull shape, shapes. Shapes is like a style of dancing. Exactly. How do you know? Uh, My wife goes to- I was to... on a rehab assignment in 2001, and Bob Baffert had called me and told me, this is the best horse I ever trained. He lost the derby. His name was Point Given. I put $20,000 to win on him. And? And? He won by a pole. No yeah. way. Yeah, I'll never forget. I called my AAA manager, and I said, uh, make sure you let them know the big- big boys that I was there at two o'clock and he's like what do you mean you're supposed to be here this like Mike don't worry so I greased him what'd you give him five G's you gave him five well how much did you win it was 20 20 grand you bet how much did you win I got back like 64 so you gave him five G's I greased him so he wouldn't have to say nothing to the brass right got a couple knocks that night I was in a good mood. <laughs> <laughs> the the, the matter-of-fact way Paul shares stories since I was like, like, yeah, just like, yeah, I just I bet 20 grand. The I, best part about I, it is, I is greased my manager. I got three hits that night. Exactly. What are you going to do? I had to ask for a marker to hide it from my wife. So I bet five, so she thought five, and then I asked for the 15 marker. And then, and then I remember the guy mocked me at the cage, so I put an extra five because he mocked me. What did you do with all the cash? Uh, I told the guy to hold it. And um, you know how the Italians are. Somebody picked it up for me. <laughs> I don't know what that means. You, you listen. 
when you make the score that big, the other half doesn't need to know. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. That's just the bottom line. It was my money. Just FYI, she apparently listens to this podcast. Oh, no, she does. Mrs. Well, Cheese also, listens to this podcast a lot. She loves the podcast. This is also 18 years ago. Yes. And they're no longer. She knows. Married. Yeah, and she knows I'm not that yeah. big of a moron. I'm just half the um, moron. I mean. Yeah. Um, right. So the brackets. So, so the brackets. <laughs> Let's get back to Northeastern. I think Northeastern is going to win this game. I think they are experienced. I think they are well coached. I think their offense is really, really good. I think Kansas is so inconsistent. I don't think they know who they are. And I think this has prime 215 upset scenario written all over it. Blackjack. It could. I mean, I, listen, I don't hate it. I think the better play is Northeastern in the first half. I think they're going to come out hot. If Kansas, if Kansas has a shot to get this together, I think it'll be in the second half. Northeastern may get a little bit tired. Um, they, they really can't shoot from anywhere, though. I mean, they've got five guys that can, can hit from anywhere on the floor. I mean, they're a dangerous team. Yeah, yeah. It's, not a, it's not a game I'm, I'm going to play full game, but I, I do like them in the first half. Northeastern, 144th in adjusted defense, too. Yeah. Not ideal. I think there's going to be some points, obviously, scored in that game, yeah. What do you think about the bottom game? Are you looking right now? No, the other part is is Kentucky and Abilene Christian on the bottom half of that bracket. I guess we're moving on. Yep. Oh, no, I thought you were staying on the Midwest. No, no, we can move on from this game. No, the thing about Kansas, like I said, Kansas could – Wow, they're you such a tough to, team to read. Go to Kentucky, Abilene. Well, the thing I'm thinking about Kentucky, Abilene, Christian, it's a giant line. I hate playing giant lines early. Abilene, Christian, almost 75% of their offense is threes. Kentucky's length is going to bother them to the umph degree. And those teams get buried in the tournament. So I think that's the one team that you can lay the points, Kentucky. Um, and they seem Calipari's team plays so good. They play great defense, and the fact that they got buried in the SEC tournament, they'll come out playing good defense. I, I like Kentucky a lot. Um, I think that's an, the one another one that I win. think you could see an upset in that region. I like Seton Hall to beat Wofford. Uh, I know Wofford's been the darling of everyone, including Everybody. Mitchell in the well, mm. somewhere on the floor in this studio. Um, but Seton Hall has quietly put together a very nice season. They beat Kentucky earlier in the year. A nice little run in the Big East tournament for them. And they're a team that hangs around in games, right? I mean, they, yeah, we were talking they about are them. a tough, yeah. tough. <laughs> yeah, we were. They're a tough team. Um, Paul had a Seton Hall ticket last week that he just loved more than almost anything in his life. Did they win? They did. Um, did they win I like outright? Seton Hall to beat Wofford outright. That is interesting. Not a single person I've spoken to has said that. Here's yeah. the thing. Well, everybody now you've heard it. I think the Big East is bad, but. You just I'm said they're him. bad when you talked when we talked about Nova. Uh, we talked about, uh, Nova losing St. Mary's. Yeah, the conference as a whole right. didn't have a great year, but I think Seton yeah. Hall's a tough. And team. people are going to look at Providence out. getting buried by Arkansas in the first NIT game. Like people look at that stuff before the NCAA tournament, and we'll, maybe we'll swing lines, but you got to be careful. I think Seton Hall is a hot team right now. I'm with him. Well, here's the thing: Miles Powell, one trick pony. That team has one asset. One weapon. Wofford is spread all over the court, and they have great offensive weapons. Great mascot, too. So you, so you like Wofford there? I do. I like the Terriers? Terriers. You want to bet Wofford. this one, too? I like Wofford at minus two. Sure. Another 50? Yeah. Another 50? Let's do it. Okay. Paulie, you want in on that? Oh, I like Jeff, the Pirates. You want to I like Wofford. Wow. Yeah. All right, so Jeff and I will both bet you together. 
I don't know how we do that. I don't really know how that works. Yeah, I don't know how that works either. Reach in for $25? All we know is that the Jews like waffles. That's what we know. (laughs) This this is going a little off the The rails. The Jews are all over Wofford today. All right. All right. Here's another question I have. The spreads for Duke over UNC uh, Central North Dakota State. When is that playing? Tonight. Tonight. Tonight, yeah. Duke is favored by 35 and 30 and a half. Gonzaga is favored by 26 and a half over Fairleigh Dickinson. Virginia is favored by 22 and a half yes. over Gardner Webb. North Carolina is favored by 23 and a half over Iona. I think you take Virginia first half yep. and hammer Virginia first half. They're going to come out guns blazing after last season. Well, you lost a couple seasons. Gardner Webb might not score ten points in the first half. I mean, they're they're going to come out. UNC it's going to be the ugly team early. You got to play in the first half. Roy Williams always takes his the pedal off in the second half. He doesn't like blowing teams out. Um, so um, uh, I'm with Jeff on Virginia. Yeah. First half's a great play there. I think last time I looked, it was thirteen and a half. I might have gone to, to twelve or something. But yeah, I, I played him full game and I put more units on first. I think first half is a great bet. And I would take the points with Fairleigh Dickinson. If really yep. I would. Gonzaga might put up 100 against him, though. I'd take the points with him. Why? I mean, we watched them yesterday in their playing game. The second half was good. runs in them. They're streaky, you know? Team can put some points on the board. Talking about 26 points? 26? Speaking of streaky. We saw them. Speaking of streaky. Hold on. Hold on. Speaking of streaky. Is my is my, it's my you tan. might want you might want to work is on my your, tan your tanner. You know what? It's because fucking Ravel <laughs> had me sweating all morning because he tried to poison us. You listen. You think I don't know what he's up to? All right. He, he is, by the way. He invites me, Paul, and Jeff out to dinner with yeah. him. The three of us, out of everyone else who's out here, yeah. he wants to break bread with us. It's a little weird. No, it's weird. Yeah. It's a tiny okay. Weird. But we went out of curiosity, and then he ordered the food for us. Okay, he chose all of the dishes. And suddenly, me and Paul are sick all night long. You think I don't know what his game is? Yeah. He wants us off our game tonight. That's it. Yeah. yeah. I know what's going on. He knew the chef. He left at one point to go back and talk to him. Come on. No, he's going to get his He his, took a picture. His phone was being, phone was being charged. He's going to go get his phone because he's on it. Oh, yeah. His phone's messed up. He yeah. took a picture of every piece of food that came out. His phone's all messed up. Yeah. Every piece of food that came out. It doesn't he, took a picture. he might have took a picture. Picture of the salt shaker, too. Should we put a total on the number of Instagram stories Ravel will have? Tonight? Now and uh, the end of the weekend in Vegas. Oh, it's it would I be mean, 70s. Oh, it's more than that. I would go over. He's over 70 by the time Friday rolls around. True. True. Yeah. So. Let's get back to the show. I'll fix my tank. Speaking of Speaking of streaking, Fairly Dickinson. Yeah. I, I was impressed by them yesterday. Gonzaga's going to blow them out. But here's what's interesting. The, if Duke plays UNC Central, the coach for UNC Central the other day said, it would be such a joke. It's like my team playing <laughs> against sixth graders. He did. That makes me feel like I am going to be all in on Duke at minus 35 yeah. when they play UNC yeah. Central. If UNC Central wins that game. Yeah, he's got to really wish he could take that one back. Do, do you worry that when in such a big line with and Duke that can't shoot foul shots and can't and can't shoot three pointers? I mean, they can have long it's, periods of of up, time where about they don't it shoot. Because no. all they have to do is dunk the ball. Yeah, I, I don't worry about it tomorrow. But I'm saying, what if what if they what if whoever they're playing because they obviously one of the NC schools, whatever, just packing it on zone all night. I mean, they could just they in theory, in theory, I'm saying in theory, obviously it doesn't mean they're going to do it. They they just pack it in the zone and say, just I dare you to shoot and just see what happens. Now Zion, of course, can 
dunk over, over all of them. I'm just waiting to see Zion and Taco Fall go at it in the second round yeah. game. Hopefully UCF wins, beats beats VCU, UCF's and Zion tries to dunk on seven seven Taco Fall. You That's all I want to see. UCF beats VCU. I don't. Oh, I do. Oh, side bet. bet. You want to do it again? Bet me fifty bucks. All right, fine. Let's do it. I'm betting like Laduca in here. It's getting exciting. That, I feel like the West region, the Gonzaga region, has a lot of volatility. Florida State's going to win that word. division. I agree. I got Florida State in the Final Four. I'm telling you right Florida now. Florida State is the no- best team Leonard Hamilton's Ooh. had, his best defensive team, and they actually run a better tempo. And even though they lost to Duke, they do somewhat got Duke's number. They always play them very tough. So I'm telling you, Florida State's going to go a long Florida, way. Ha- Leonard Hamilton, 70 years old. Jesus. I've never seen a seven year old man, 70 year old man, Look that good. He, no, he is great, Carol's amazing. up there. Yeah. Leonard Hamilton does not have a wrinkle on no, his face. No, he doesn't. Damn. If you asked me, I would have said like 55. Here is a, a good Florida State set for you guys. The underdog is 14 1 against a spare with 11 outright wins in Florida State's last 15 NCAA tournament games. In Leonard Hamilton's last 15 tournament games as a head coach, the underdog is 15 and 4. So that's actually 19 games with 11 outright wins. He's 3 8 against a spread with six straight up losses as a favorite. Is it, is that, is nothing that change you said. Your... Nothing you said changes my mind. No, same here. I think they're the. I like Texas Tech team. out there. Those things are meant to be broken. I, I, I kind of like Buffalo. Ooh. Buffalo can pour on a ton of points. I'm with yeah, you. They can. We got a reset. We're jumping all over the. No, place. we're in the West now. I know, but I just want to reset for people. So, like, if they want to take breath and like want to write some things down, yeah, I want to be able ready. to tell them, like, hey, go ahead and write down that in the South region. Uh, we like UC Irvine to beat Kansas State. Um, no, we don't. We like St. Mary's to beat Villanova. Mm-hmm. Uh, we like we're talking about like upsets in the first round, right? We like uh, in the in the other region. What is that? The the Midwest now, North mm-hmm. Carolina. I don't yes. have them listed on my screen. That's why. Um, well, all right. We like <laughs> Northeastern to topple Kansas. We like uh, Wofford. When you say you're, you're when, speaking when, in yeah, very when, broad generalities, when you say we like we we've we've, we gen- we've, we've generally suggested these can be possible upsets. We've got bets on almost all of these games because we're on opposite <laughs> sides. So the Jews like Wofford. We do. Yeah, wow, that's gonna be only a because I I used to train there for training camp for the Panthers. I have a little spot in my heart for the Wofford Terriers. That's nice. Pat Mitchell is just shaking his head every time you say the Jews like Wofford. Well, what I'm Jewish, I can say it. Naismith wore a yarmulke. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> you two, the 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 two non-Jews have their heads covered in here. Yeah. My God, that's, that's true. so true. <laughs> By the way, I appreciate it's that. True. It's true. Respect for Adonai. Um, <laughs> all right. So I think that's that's where we are so far. I mean, loose okay. right. Sounds about right, right? Sounds about right. You want to talk about Buffalo, Jeffrey? I just think that they're a low-key, pretty good six seed. Buffalo against uh, who? Who won last night? St. John. No, they right? played tonight. Arizona State, St. John. I think I think St. John's wins uh, the Pac-12. Not very good. Okay. Um, but uh, so Buffalo would uh, be a four and a half point favorite over either of those teams. Buffalo can score points fast. I think they're one of the best second half scoring teams in the country too. They can just pour it on. I think they they've they're just they won last year in the first round against another what Arizona last Arizona, year, right? So yeah, they they, yeah. they, they feel Brady. good in the in the tournament. I just think that they're one of these teams. If you're looking for like a team outside of the top four seed to kind of make noise, I feel like Buffalo is that team. I think Buffalo wants Arizona State to win tonight. 
Because Arizona well, State runs and guns and plays care. their the offense where St. John's can be dominant because they got a lot of athletes. And then they can beat Buffalo. I really Buffalo's do think. 22nd in overall I get it. Saint, but St. John's can be one of those teams because can beat anybody. But Arizona State, listen, I'm a, an alum, and I, I get it. They got – Remy Martin's a nice little player. They, Dart's a nice little player. But they just don't play good enough defense. And if they play Buffalo, Buffalo will put 90 on them. So, I mean, they may got a shot against St. John's tonight, but I'm with you. But I'll tell you what, if St. John's beats them, they might get Buffalo all they can handle. I just think St. John's got the athletes. Oh, it seems so up and down, man. And that's why. It's, what do you St. think that John's line is, would be? I, I don't know. I mean, Buffalo, eight? Okay, now if Arizona State wins, what's the line? Jesus. The, the I opening, mean, it's definitely the, more. The lines are four and a half against both teams right now. I think Buffalo that's crazy. I think that's crazy. That's crazy, yeah. So it doesn't matter who wins the game, basically. I mean, either way, I'm taking Buffalo in that yeah. circumstance. In that region, too, Buffalo will play Tech, most likely, right. in, in the round of 32. Yep. Tech's like the number one defense in the country. That, yeah, that's what people clashes of yeah, uh, it's each, be yeah. clashes. And, and but here's the thing. Buffalo the one, plays better defense than you think. They do, but yeah. they're more known, obviously, for what they yeah. can do in offense. They yeah. pour it on the second. I think they're averaging oh, God, 45, yeah. 48 points in the second half. It's ridiculous, um, yeah. and, and But Tech, I mean, most people, I think, don't have Gonzaga in the Final Four, do they? They have Tech winning that, they have tech winning that, that, Florida that State. region. I have Texas Tech there. Yeah. Defense just always carries. I actually have Buffalo going to the Elite Eight. Do you have them beating Tech? I have them beating Tech, and then I have them beating uh, Michigan. And then I have them losing to Florida State. Yeah, we haven't talked about Michigan. John Beeline is probably the best tournament coach. I'm so sick of people saying that. Why? Why? Why is he? Let let me ask you a question. Because he never brought NBA guys. He brought Kevin Pitznagel almost to the (laughs) Final Four. No, no, no. no. Look, look. Good one. All right. Great name. He He hasn't won a title. You can't be the best tournament coach. If you haven't won a title, number one. Well, the Big Ten hasn't won a title in a while. He doesn't have lottery guys, though. He's he's got plenty of guys who end up in the NBA. But there's a difference between having Zion Williamson and having Jordan Poole. Well, by the way, recruit better. It's not like he's at a school where you can't recruit. But we're not asking if he's a good recruiter. We're saying, is he a good— You've been to that campus. I have. We're asking— You'd rather go to the University of Michigan than all the other schools. Plenty of people are interested in going to Michigan. Ann Arbor's a nice campus. Yeah, it's great. And you okay? They get playing football. Recruits. John Beeline, I would say in the last ten years, how many McDonald's All Americans has he got? Here's my point. I'm asking you that. We're, asking, question, we're talking Jeff. about tournament coaching, not overall recruiting. We're saying you can argue who is, he's who does the who does the who does the more. Here is my point. He cannot be called the best tournament coach when there are guys like Mysheshevsky who have won five different NCAA titles. And don't tell me that it's because of the talent. You still need to coach in the tournament. You do, but I think there's also the argument, like you mentioned, Shashevsky, like. There's a lot of years where he's got maybe the best talent in the country, and they get bounced early. Yeah, but this I mean, is that like, doesn't really this happen. This has become like a thing. Oh, John Beeline, best tournament coach, and like he had yeah. two chances to beat Michigan State within a week, and his team collapsed at the exact same time. They collapsed all three times. Are you upset that Indiana all three. didn't get in the tournament? I had St. I had St. Francis last night. Little I was so upset. That I had Indiana amount on Michigan in both games against Michigan State, and yeah, all I hear too. is that I was with you there. John Beeline is the best tournament coach. They're up thirteen and like with ten minutes left. In that all game. three games no, against no, Michigan on, State on Sunday. Here's my, that that is why one of the many reasons why I'm like. You think Nevada Michigan. can beat them in the second round, Chad? I think. Uh, I think Florida beats Nevada. By the way, I think Florida beats Nevada. Nevada, and I actually think Florida beats Michigan. I'm with you. And then we get uh, Buffalo, Michigan. Florida. And we get Buffalo going to the Elite Eight. You guys are all wrong. Nevada's going to beat Florida, I'm telling you. Florida's playing well right now, man. Yeah. I don't know. I don't get the same feel off of this Nevada team I did last year. We'll see. 
you're boom. Look at you. Telling you. So sassy today. Jordan Caroline's going to play? Well, yeah, he's going to play. They're going to win that game outright. They got to deal with Michigan. Well, they're the favorite. Yeah, don't worry. They'll win. They'll cover the two. Are they two and a half now? They got, it went up to two and a half, I think. I actually have Syracuse beating Gonzaga, too. It's going to be very interesting behind zone. Like, you always got to look. If, it's always if, so damn hard. It's always so tar- it's hard so in the tournament. That's why the last, what, last two years he's won the playing games. Yeah. So now what he got on Baylor, I mean, that line's probably got to be minuscule. Although their defense isn't as good as it has been in the past, but. You guys don't you guys think Marquette's the phony team? Yep. I got Murray State. Nah, I like Marquette. Okay, here's the other State. one. What what do we do with the Liberty? Liberty. I mean, are they Liberty, for real? Lipscomb. Everybody they, thought was for real. They beat Lipscomb twice. And a lot. I've heard some people like no one is picking Liberty. Why are they twelve? Really? We're like, now back in the East region, by the way. Yeah, I feel like a lot wondering. of people. No, think I'm just Liberty's saying like trendy. we just haven't brought that one up like. And they seem like a team that snuck in at 12. You would think they would be 13, 14, but Lipscomb was pretty good. I'm <laughs> telling you, man. School every time. <laughs> oh, I oh, help him Jesus out. Christ. We'll get back to the show in a minute, Chad, but first I want to tell you about Mac Weldon. Woo! Mac Weldon's mission is simple, to make sure all of your basics and beyond are smartly designed and shopping for them is easy and convenient. And frankly, Mac Weldon is far better than whatever you're wearing right now. 100% agree. Mack Weldon believes in smart design, premium fabrics, and simple shopping. It's going to be the most comfortable underwear, socks, shirts, undershirts, hoodies, and sweatpants that you will ever wear. Get to the silver! They have a line of silver underwear and shirts, Chad, and the silver line is naturally antimicrobial. means your junk won't stink. No, sir. They want you to be comfortable. So if you don't like your first pair... Keep them, and they'll still send you a refund, no questions asked. Mack Weldon's underwear, socks, and shirts look good, but they perform well, too. You can wear them going out, working out, or just in your everyday life. Now, I myself have made many purchases from Mack Weldon, including a lovely pair of underwear, the Silver Line. It's really the Rolls-Royce of underwear. How did you find the site to be uh, as far as navigation? The site is easy Simple to use, and it's a great shopping experience. For 20% off your first order, visit MacWeldon.com and enter promo code ACTION at checkout. That's MacWeldon.com, promo code ACTION. Let's get back to it. All right, I want to move on to the next bracket. Which one? I feel like Which we've one? done, we've done them like all. We're going to the one with Duke in it. What's that? The East. That's where Liberty is, so I guess we move down to the East. See? I was projecting. Paul LaDuca, visionary. Tricky bracket. It really is. We can talk about Murray State for a second. I mean, Murray State, you talk about a one-trick pony. It's Jay Morant, and it's nothing else. Nothing. Murray State's also not in this region, but sure. All right. So we're bouncing back. Do you you not have, like, the bracket in front of you? He's looking at it. I do. I'm looking at it right now. It just doesn't have the labels of the regions on the top. Yeah. You should probably get Matt Restivo on that. Should have fixed that. Yeah. Should do that. Um, This, to me, is a Justin Robinson-dominated region. Okay. Give me the Hokies. Give Uh, me the Hokies running roughshod through this bracket. I think the biggest challenge for them in this bracket is not going to be Duke. 
Mississippi State. I mean, that that's a bold statement you just made. You like the Hokies. Duke's not the biggest challenge, but it's the Bulldogs. I have the Hokies going to the finals against Virginia. Wow. Yikes. All right. So you have the team that, 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 that uh, underperforms more than any other team, like, ever in Virginia against who? The Hokies. Uh, to be fair, I also have Virginia in the final. Well, there you go. So. I'm in the final four. I don't have them, which is even a stretch for me to do. But I, I have Virginia winning the whole final, damn what's thing. What's your final four, Chad? You want to get to that? That's My final four is uh, Virginia, Houston, Wow. Virginia. I was going to ask who's going to bring up Houston. Virginia Tech. Calvin Simpson. Virginia Tech and Florida State. And yeah, I have that Vir- guy just who makes just makes a final four yeah, that's never going to happen. I've got Virginia, Kentucky, Duke, and uh, Texas Tech. I have Virginia, North Carolina, Duke, and Tech. Which is probably too many one seeds, but I feel yeah. better. I think this is a top heavy year. No, I, I really so don't. This I, I, year, I think there's like six teams that can maybe win it. That's yes, about it. I'm with you. So I'm good with having the one seeds in there. I, like, I think North Carolina wins it all. Huh. I think the middle of a lot of these conferences this year is soft. I, I don't think you've got as many teams that can really make a deep run. I think the teams at the top are clearly the best teams in the country. I mean, Virginia's given up 54 points a game, man. And I don't want to hear about last year because they didn't have DeAndre Hunter, and they do now, and that's a huge difference. That's the guy that when, when Virginia's offense stagnates, he's the guy that can create a shot on his own. They didn't have him last year. They do now. It's a big deal. You look in the, in the, the region with UNC and Kentucky, I mean, I don't know where, how you go anywhere else, right? I mean, those two teams to me. You go to Houston. Nah, you know, listen, Houston's nice, but Kentucky is so damn long. I mean, you see the way that team plays. They're one of the only teams, top 25 offensive, offensive and defensive efficiency. I mean, where are you finding that? That team's incredible. I think it's one of Calipari's best coaching jobs. I mean, they've got P.J. Washington, but they don't have that true, like, one-and-done superstar that sometimes they get in Kentucky. I think he's done a great job there. A lot of people given. Virginia, why not Tennessee? Tennessee's pretty good, too. Rick Barnes has got a pretty good tournament record. So, you know, I, I'm Duke, Florida State, Tennessee, and Kentucky. Duke, Florida State, Tennessee, and Kentucky. That'd be interesting. You'd, you'd have rematches from conference play in both final four yeah. semis. God, we are all, all over the board. We sure are. That is insane. Uh, I like Tennessee's game. They don't want to dude, They for shoot three. almost 50% from the floor. Yeah. I mean, their shooting percentage is yeah, when you, pretty incredible. When you have a game against Auburn where you just can't score, you have no right. other option. Well, here's like, the that, problem that, about that, Auburn. That worries me about – if you look – I think – I'm, I'm trying to find the exact – I heard it on a different show, but – I think something like if you look at, at the historical data based off Ken Palm, like who wins the championships, you have to be mostly balanced. So you have to be yeah. like in the top 15 in offense and defense to even have a chance to win. And so we have a team like Tennessee who I don't think defensively, I'm looking them up right now, you know, they're, they're, uh, they're 33rd in defense. Like they, they're out. Like as much as good they are on offense, they, they're historically not going to win this tournament. All right. Uh, let's recap our bets here. Okay. Right? Right now, uh, I have I have a bet with Paul and Blackjack on UC Irvine to beat Kansas State. Mm-hmm. I have a bet with Blackjack on what else? Oh, here Seton I found the stat by the way on Wofford over right. Seton Hall. Because who likes Wofford? I do. Our Mitzvah boys. 
Here, here is here's the stat. Fucking easy layup. Here's the stat. Ready? Since Ken Palm started tracking data in 2002, 16 of 17 national champions have featured a top 20 offense, adjusted offense, and 12 have been ranked inside the top seven on defense. All 17 ranked in the top 20, and seven in the last, uh, and seven in the last seven winners ranked in the top 11. Sounds like Virginia. Yes, because they can play offense this year. Yeah. Like, like that's the difference between this year and last Listen, year. Virginia's winning the title. Everything Three. else is sort of you know, like foreplay. Me and Chad actually agree on this. We do. We right. totally do. Uh, I think there's also an Oregon-Wisconsin bet happening, right? Jeff and I are on yeah. that. Okay. We got Oregon-Wisconsin. We got Wofford and Seton Hall. We got UC Irvine and Kansas State. That's it. Yep. That's it. That's yep. where we wrapped it up. Folks, we got March Madness starting tomorrow. We all think Virginia's going to win the title. Do we all no, agree? No, we do not. <laughs> Chad <laughs> and Blackjack think Virginia's yeah, going to win do. the title. Paul here has Marshall. Leduca has Marshall. <laughs> wait, hey, by the way, what, what is the C- CIT. CIT tournament? CIT. I don't even know. Like, when you said they were, did you bet Marshall CIT? yesterday? I had to like look All on I the know Action is Network if app. If you bet hundred dollars like, on a CIT tournament game and an NCAA tournament game, they pay the fucking same thing. Well, if you win, yeah, if exactly. You win. <laughs> so it's just like anything else in the world. Uh, Jeff, who do you have winning it all? North Carolina. North Carolina, Polly. He's asleep. We just put Patrick Keene asleep. Our podcast has been so invigorating. Patrick He's is snoring. literally sleeping <laughs> on the floor. Oh, <laughs> All right, Polly, who you got? Uh, I'm going to go with Kentucky. All right, we got Kentucky, two Virginias, and a North Carolina. Yeah. This has been the favorite podcast from the Action Network. I am Chad Millman. I was joined by Blackjack Fletcher, Paul Duke, and Jeff Schwartz. You can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Radio.com slash the Action Network in anywhere you get your podcast until next time.